Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Valley Transportation. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransinc.com for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. This podcast is also brought to you by AgDirect. No matter how you buy your ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast on the move with Axon Tire. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire. I have the lovely Paige Morris back here with us today. So how are you doing, Paige? Oh, I'm doing good. Thanks for having us, Casey. That's a good time. So you're you're stuck in the awful just warmth of Georgia here, right? I am. I wouldn't quite say it's awful though. We've had a couple 90 degree days, but yeah. um, the humidity, the humidity makes it feel a lot warmer, but I'm not complaining about the sunshine. Yeah, it's, it's sunshine is nice for change. That is for sure. Yep. So, so how are things back, back in, in your neck of the woods now? I know it's been cold and wet and everything else. You had a little shot of some, some, some warm, dry weather come through. What's the, uh, how the planners rolling out your way right now? Oh yeah. I think, um, back home in Des Moines and then I, my family farms up in Northeast Iowa, okay. um, little town called Waverly. We farm about 5,000 acres and they went through a wet spell. Um, we've talked about it before on here, but it was really rainy for a good two weeks, like um, first couple of weeks of May and then last couple of weeks of April. Um, but now I think they're just getting crops in the ground. And I think they just finished up um, like two days ago. So their crops are all on the ground. I know some farmers are still trying to get it in the ground, but um, they're rolling, I think. So that's good. Right on. Well, who do we have with us this week? Uh, or I guess this month for the uh, on the move with Axon Tire. Yep. So we have our new client advisor, Derek Griggs, and he covers what we call our Plains Territory of the United States. And it is a lot of states. So if you want to know any specifics, I will let you reach out to him individually. But he covers the Plains Territory, and um, we're happy to have him with us. And then we also have sales manager, Mr. Roy Diener. Right on. Fellas, how you doing today? Good, Casey. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Doing real good. Doing good, Casey. It's good Roy's, to be with you again. Yeah, good you, man. It's been a little bit. How you been? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I'm down here in the south, and it's 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 warm, but yeah, yeah, we're hanging in there. You were saying it was 112 degrees the other day. Yeah, right? yeah. So that's, that's plenty hot. Yep. That's hot enough. But, yep. And we've we're lacking in some rain, but hey, we'll yep. take what we can get. I hear you on that part. That's for sure. Well, Derek, we'll start with you. Let's talk about where you cover, area you cover, um, what you're seeing out there, what, how things going right now for you. Uh, things are going good. So I cover the Plains region, which is Kansas, Missouri, Colorado, Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota. 
Um, I was just up in South Dakota a few weeks ago and they've kind of been hammered with a lot of rain and the temperatures at that time was still too cold to get out and get everybody was kind of waiting to get out and start planning. Uh, I think they needed to get the ground temperature up to around 50 degrees or so. And I think they finally got there and should be out um, hammered away. Missouri, um, I was out covering the kind of northwestern part the week last week and everybody was out going gangbusters trying to get everything in the ground we've had a lot of rain the past week and i think we're probably going to get a lot more rain over the next week so um everything i'm hearing is is good um i just got back from colorado and kind of a little different out there as far as i went and kind of covered the south and west side of starting in Denver down to Pueblo out west and not a whole lot going on out there. Um, a lot of the equipment that I saw is really just smaller ag. They do a lot of like hay and alfalfa in the, in the areas that I was out in. But um, everyone's really optimistic and obviously being new, just kind of going out and seeing what everybody's doing and kind of learn about, about their business and, and things like that. So. It's kind of it in a nutshell. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of optimism out there right now for sure, but there's also a lot of a lot of worry out there. Roy, when you're when you're uh, you know being a sales manager and seeing what's going on right now, there's all these different aspects that are coming into play, whether it's shortages, whether it's price increases, whether it's you know you run down the list and there's a there's a million things that are in your way. I guess as you take a look at what's going on, Roy, what are some of the some of the things that stand out to you right now? Yeah, Casey, it's it's becoming very surreal to us as the time frames of stuff. We're not used to it um, in the industry. We're quite used to ordering something and getting it within a certain time frame. Um, and as you would know, you know, in the machinery side, there's things that are pushing certain machines back. Maybe not every part, maybe not every machine, but uh, there's definitely things that are taking longer. Um, what we're facing is longer lead times for stuff and it just brings in a new um way of thinking i should say is to make sure we can forecast um that's been a big part of our year is understanding where our customers want to go and what their goal is and and we understand that machines might not be available and they might not even know when they're going to get the machines but if we know what you're planning to do with the machine once you get it we can kind of plan roughly and having make sure we have the product at our warehouse available to you when the need arises. But it's, it's just becoming a big thing that we've never really thought of in this industry. We've always just made sure we had the stuff there around the time frame. you know, spring time comes, you want to make sure you have what they need to get the crop in the ground. And then, fall time comes you got to make sure they have what you know the implement dealer and the farmer needs for taking the crop back out but now you're having to plan quite a ways out just to make sure that you do have the stuff it just takes a lot more thought process and we appreciate in the implement dealer side for sure any input that we can get um 
that will help us in that forecasting. It just helps immensely during these times. Yep. So Derek, when you're out traveling around over this, this course of time that you've been out, out and around kind of getting introduced to, to the new, uh, new, your new clients that you're working with, what are they expressing to you? I mean, are you hearing some, Hey, you know, what are, what are lead times looking like on your end? I mean, what do you, what are you hearing from those guys as far as stuff that they're worried about and stuff that's on, on top of mind for them right now? Um, I think the biggest thing I've been hearing is I'll use sprayer float, like sprayers, for example, a lot of people are saying, I think John Deere's what June 1st is when they're going to kind of start doing their allocations as far as what everybody's going to get. And a couple of people have told me that they basically got everything that they're going to sell is already committed. They're just waiting to find out what they're going to be able to get and some people are saying I really don't have any equipment to sell once they open that up and give them their allocations. Um, I know when I was up in South Dakota, it was very interesting to see how much more equipment they had up there versus Northern Missouri or even Colorado. They, it, it was like night and day just seeing how much equipment they had in yards versus what you see down here kind of in the, the Midwest. But they're all optimistic, but I think a lot of them are planning on, you know, some were saying almost a, a year out on certain machines. Yeah. So, Roy, when you're looking at some stuff now, like we had this big jump in, in diesel fuel prices, right? So we had a huge increase. You went from, you know, I think about a dollar to a dollar and fifty in about a week, kind of seems like. Are you seeing um, some logistical issues that you, that are you're starting to run into out of factories getting stuff here, or are you seeing some possibility of some more price increases, those kind of things, fuel surcharges like that, those that are going to start affecting what how you guys do business? Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, we actually have one of our suppliers just announced that they're going to increase their surcharge, um, which is just I guess a fancier way of saying, you know our fuel prices are going up we need to charge more for it and then yeah it's it is it's it's playing a big part in making sure the product gets there the the uh, fuel prices are on the rise definitely for the vendor side of it it's it's playing a huge part and when they get the stuff there to you and what the end result and end cost is um that's also something else that we've had to deal with a bit is you know, and we get it, but the vendors are unable to secure some pricing um, due to the fact that it it uh, when it gets to you is when they price it yeah. because of the time frame. Um, and a lot of that has to do with some of the fuel cost, I imagine, and raw product, yeah. of course, will play into that. But it it, it would uh, it'll raise the price definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's amazing how much it's jumped. I you know, I've got yeah, valid transportation that's part of the podcast here. I'm gonna have them on Monday to kind of talk about that that very thing because that's their they live live, eat, sleep, and die that every day. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they're talking about from that from that perspective. Derek, did you have anybody out when you're driving around, traveling around, especially from a from an end user standpoint? A lot of guys, you know, uh, purchase their uh their diesel fuel, like, and those kind of needs, they pre-purchase that stuff moving forward. But there were a lot of folks this year that didn't do that because of a million different reasons, availability, so on and so forth, if they were going to be able to get it and all these kind of things. So I guess as you 
as you had that conversation with anyone, did the input, um, just the price of input costs, fuels, whatever it is, did that come up with any of your, in your clients as you talked to them this week? Yeah, I've had several people mentioned, obviously the, the rising cost in fuel, um, diesel and, and things like that are obviously having an impact on, on things, but, um, it's just kind of the, the nature of the beast. And I think all the farmers are happy, obviously with the pricing on commodities right right now to, to kind of help out with a little bit of the, the sting yep. with that. Yeah. So a little technical stuff now. So whoever wants to answer this question, they can. So this is a, this is one of those things, you know, my dad, when I was growing up, would always say, you know, air your tires up nice and tight when it's get to when fuel prices are expensive, you get more, get better fuel miles that way. And those kind of things that didn't always work in farming. You can't just, you know, put 50 pounds of pressure inside of a tractor tire and hope it does what it's supposed to. But you start looking at a bunch of different stuff. You start looking at ballasting, you start looking at tire pressure, you start looking at the kind of tire you have. What are you doing with that tire? Those kind of things. Trying to be as efficient as you can with, with the fuel costs the way they are. How are you guys going about talking to your customer about that right now? Yeah, actually, we've uh, raised this quite a few times with customers, um, especially during, you know, this time of year. There's guys taking planters from field to field. And so on the road, you, of course, would love your air pressure to be up. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get in the field, you might want it lower. Um, but what has actually helped in the industry is um, nowadays you get the VF and IF technology the tire is actually made to run on less air pressure. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't affect it as much as it used to in the previous times Right um, before that technology came out. Uh, but I will, I will say is air pressure is still a very key thing. And then weighing out the machine um, that'll help in a lot of fuel and make, make sure it's properly weighed front to back so that you're, you're carrying an even across that machine and got the right weight on where it needs to be. And then setting your air pressure. And we're a phone call away if anybody out there has issues, you know, be glad to, one of our technical advisors would be very glad to make sure your machine, if you can give us a rough estimate of what the weight is, we can help you set your air pressures because that is key to making sure you get the best fuel. But at some point, you got to be also worried about what your crop comes out at. If you're worried, if you're in an area where compaction matters, having a lot of air pressure could, could, uh, you could lose yield. And it's, so there's a very fine point at somewhere is where you got to worry about whether you're getting the best yield and then make sure you're getting the best fuel mileage. So right. it's, it's a bit of a balancing act is what I would say. Yep. So planning also, season. Oh, go ahead, Paige. Sorry, Casey. We do have a really couple of great resources on our website regarding tire pressure. So okay. if you can't, for some crazy reason, get a hold of a client advisor, then you can always go to our website, which, you know, axontire.com. Um, but we do have a couple of good articles and then a couple of tire talk videos that the guys do on tire pressure. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, no, it's, that's a, it's a good point. There's a lot of good resources on your website. I, I check it out a lot just to, cause I'm, I'm a, I'm an idiot when it comes to tires. So just, that's why that's well, that, the website. That's why we're here. <laughs> and that's the thing, Casey, honestly, right. you, you know, I wouldn't say you're an idiot by any means, but you know, that's what we're here for. We're the tire technology and the knowledge. You guys are there. You know more about the machine. I couldn't begin to tell you flow rates out of 
any of the hydraulics or the horsepower or what it matters and what advantage. That's not me. That's your business. We're here to help you guys sell the tires. That's and keep it just, yeah, move yeah. more iron. That's our, that's our slogan. And that's what we're here to do is help you guys along. So, yeah. And we appreciate that. You guys do a good job of it. Question I have for you now is, okay, playing season's wrapping up. You know, we're, we're not wrapping up. We're halfway to three quarters of the way through, depending on where you're at. That rolls right into spray season. Sprayer floats are always a, a big part, this early part of, of the spraying season. H- how do you, because I, I don't know that there's a, anyone that really understands the rhyme or the reason when it comes to float tires, what they have. You know, like most sprayers might run on a, a 380 or a 320 or something like that up and down the rows, but then they look at their floats, they put a 710 on or a, you know, a, 480 or a 520 or something like that that's just a, it's just a bigger tire than what they have when they normally go up and down the row anyway you know i put i put a client of mine that i put a 800 metrics on uh, a floater on a, a 16 616r and i was like man those tires are going to be ridiculously big for what's going on and actually look aesthetically it looks pretty nice you know kind of neat but how, how do you go about finding out which one which float tire is the best yeah, and again, this is a bit like the air pressure conversation. It it goes by what you're the, the the environment that you're putting the sprayer through. Um, if you got dirt that you're worried about sinking into a lot, that's where guys will um, try and put you know some of those bigger, wider ones on. If you're in the dry land and you're fighting whether you should even take the time to put a float on because it's so dry, you know a lot of guys will run the 480 because that that is a it's not considered a float, but it is a wider enough tire that it can carry that machine weight. Um, the biggest thing is to make sure that your sprayer has got the correct tires on it when they do put floats on. There is some out there that I will say that load rating isn't right, so then you end up with high pressure needed in the tire, which causes a lot of compaction in a field. Um, just just understand what you're putting on the machine and understand air pressures because compaction is a big thing in some areas and, and it could affect where you're riding with that sprayer just because you have a wider tire if it's not set right it might not be doing what you're thinking it should be doing yeah but it, it depends what you're trying to do with it um as far as floats and a lot of guys use them there's a variety of floats too now just as many almost right. as many variety of skinny tires row crop tires i'd rather call them um there's just there's a variety of floats so you know reach out and we could discuss what you're going what the, your customer could be going through and his specific need and what he's planting and what he's trying to do and then we can come up with a float and nowadays sometimes it's it's kind of depends what's available too because yeah. that's that's been a that's been a factor in a lot of things. Yep. I was working with Jim the other day on, on finding these floats. I was just talking to you about and tires, no rims, rims and no tires. And then we finally found tires and rims in the same place. And I said, I'll, I'll take them. I don't, you know, tell me what size they are. I'll just, I'll just take those because that was what was available. And, um, you know, you know, thank God they were available because of, that was it. That was, that was my choice, you know, and I think that we're running across that a lot, you know, so, you know, Derek, when you're talking with your customers up there and you're talking about that very thing, like your choice is to, you know, here's your choice. 
how, how are you handling that when you're talking with your customers? Um, obviously just trying to, most of them are aware of the supply chain issues sure. and South Dakota is a prime example of people up there love LSWs and obviously they're yes, they do. hard, to, they're, they're hard to find and yeah. having, having Jim, as you know, is a, a resource internally when I'm, when I'm on the road, he's really good about helping try and locate something or come up with a, a solution. Yep. So they're they're very understanding. I think at first they they probably weren't their customers weren't, but I think now that everyone's starting to see more supply chain issues, they're they're, they're very understanding of it, and a lot of them are willing to wait a little while to get product in. Or so it's so far it's been it's been good. But. Yep. Yeah, it's the. Uh supply chain thing is a mess it's they have a, one week they've got it, next week they out of it and it's a whole different whole different problem that you got to worry about on top of that so yeah yeah and that's the thing if we do have them we usually have to tell the customer if, if you want them lock them up now because they might not be here tomorrow yeah that's exactly right that's exactly right all right Paige. this is my favorite part of the axon axon uh podcast we do is uh what's the free giveaway going to be this this month yeah, this one's going to be a good one. This is kind of a product that you don't think you need it until you have it, and then you can't live without it. Um, but it is a Firestone flashlight. Look out! Yeah, just put it in your put it in your car, and then you have it all the time. So, um, if you want a free Firestone flashlight, it's going to be first and last name, and then your address, and just email that information to marketing at axontire.com, and we will get one sent out to you. That is awesome. I always I have more flashlights that don't work in my house than do. So I'm gonna, I have, to, I'm gonna have to send off and get a new flashlight. You're gonna have to. <laughs> right on. Well, final thoughts, Roy, Roy or Derek. You guys have any final thoughts we want to talk about before we throw throw this back to the uh the podcast gods out there on the internet? Not that I can think of. I'm appreciate you you having me on for the first time and it's yep. it's been fun. Won't be the last, Derek. <laughs> no, and I'd like to say, Casey, uh, you know, this is this has always been a good thing, and um, we look forward to the Moving Iron Show Summit Show down. But uh, honestly, anybody out there listening, it is a good time uh, to get collaborate with others and see what is out there available. We're going to be there. Um, feel free to sign up, and we'll make sure we come by and visit. We'll. Uh, glad to talk with you but uh yeah any of the reps that are out there and the if you need any information on this show or anything that's going on we'd be glad to help you out but also go to the website axontire.com it's very informal and um that's about all i got for final thoughts that's good all right Paige. folks want to reach out to axon that's the best way to do that Yep, it's going to be sales at axontire.com. Right on. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate uh, Axon Tire, everything they're doing for the Moving Iron Podcast. And thanks for you guys being on the podcast. Thanks, thanks for having Casey. Me. Thank right you. On. Yep. I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Make sure you check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's where you find the latest editions of the Moving Iron Podcast. 
Also go to movingironllc.com for everything Moving Iron related and all the information for the Moving Iron Summit coming up in Nashville, Tennessee, September 6th, 7th, and 8th. You'll see everybody that's on this podcast. They're all going to be there. So you can, you can meet them in person or you can check out the YouTube channel and you'll see them there too. So with that, I'm Casey Seymour with Paige, Roy, and Derek. It's going to be fine, folks. Out. Axon Tire is going to have more tips, tricks, and client advice throughout the year and in September at the Moving Iron Summit in Nashville. If you're looking to sign up for the event, please head over to movingironllc.com. We hope to see you there. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransitinc.com for all of your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Find us here Moving on